This is the word to go, yo, yo, yo. Hey, everyone. This is Mickey James. And SoCal Bow. And Lisa Marie Barron. And you're listening to Grown Ass Women Podcast. That's right, Godcast. If you love our weekly YouTube show, you're going to love our audio version. So grab a cocktail, slip into something more comfortable, and get ready to dish with us totally unfiltered. So get ready for the Godcast in three, two, one. Hey everyone, SoCal Val here. Welcome to Grown Ass Women with myself, Lisa Marie Varon, Mickey James. How are we doing, ladies? Mickey, you look very, very tan and luxurious tonight. Oh, thank you. I've been I've been at the pool. I've I've been working on my glow. You know, actually, you look very glowy. Yeah, he's a glow. You look very glow. You do look glowy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful, thanks, Lisa. You're looking very chic and sophisticated in your red lips. I love it. You inspired me, Val. I loved your red lipsticks, and um, I googled uh, from what's what lipsticks make your teeth look whiter from CBS. There you have it. Can you do tell my teeth us what whiter? you're wearing? I'm not even kidding. I they do. They look so white. They're oh. getting whiter. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to? I am wearing um this a, a jobber's shirt. Uh, Widows be freak. I'm wearing my own product. It's ever. Widows be freak. And this was um done by a girlfriend of mine, Aaliyah. Um, she, I I'll Ooh. plug her in um later on. Um, you can follow her on social media. She does amazing graphics. She's in school to be, um, you know, she's the one that got me to all the anime, like Attack on oh, wow. Titan and all oh. this stuff. So, yeah, she, yeah. So she drew this for me. That's amazing. You have yeah. Oh, that's really good. Oh, she drew it. Yeah. Wow. I do. I do have, I like, yeah, very loyal fans. I think wrestlers have, right? Yeah. Like in our sure. industry, our fans are very loyal. <laughs> what do you say one yeah. time we do a themed, uh, we could call it something like a self-markout episode and we all just wear our own merch, just head to toe, just branding. Just yeah, totally. Why not? Well, we can wear our all head to toe golf stuff. <gasps> yeah. Oh. And for those of you watching, we're getting closer and closer to uh, by by this point. You know, merch wise, we have a few items that we want to get out to you guys, and of course, all of the information will be on gawtv.com. That's the thing is, there's so many different social media channels, but if you want to know anything and links to everything, it's all on gawtv.com. So we'll put that up there for you guys. Not that it's hard to remember, but hey, we're all drinking a cocktail. So that's my next question. I was going to ask Woo! Mickey what she's Wait, wearing. What's Mickey wearing? What are you wearing? Yeah. Um, I'm not really I'm wearing to see that shirt. fancy. I'm wearing my wine, wine, wine shirt, but I'm not drinking wine. But these PJ pants, these little fleece jammers, which I live my life in, I couldn't tell you. They're probably a Walmart special. I don't know. Uh, it's not. Kathy actually, Kathy got me these pants. Wow. Nice. 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 You have to put that in slow-mo. Yes. <laughs> I hope to get my leg up there. Woo! So wine, uh, wine, wine. I'm back in Primark because I love Primark, and I'm telling you, I have so many of these little matching pajama sets with little lace trim, an Amazon special that I have for my Amazon wish list. I mean, I'm oh I'm that bling though. I can't. I, I mean, yeah. What but, do you talk? What do you talk? I'm drinking this Vizzy, but I wanted to show you guys this. I had a I had a funny little Vizzy. Have you What's seen the, these? No. Have you seen these straws? Wait, let me see the straw. So I was at this, like, you know, one of those, like, little, I don't know what to call it, really. Um, And they they were giving out these these things. And then one of these things was this Frosé company, right? (gasps) This Frosé, which were giving out the Save the Turtle Frog, Save 
the save the turtle straws with their it's like a blended wine thing that you can make to make like blended wine bevies right mm -hmm. this oh. thing i can't wow that's cool so it's in my purse it's all oh, it's, it's typically always in my purse oh save those turtles that is so cool save them save them because otherwise i got lipstick all over my my can well hey you could sell that on ebay i don't I'm know how i feel about the drink through the straw though it's kind of a <laughs> I, do I don't it know too, if i'm committed to that um i just don't want my teeth to turn red and oh, um, you got red mm, in yeah mm. so i just use yeah my well, this may look straws. like <laughs> yeah which what are you wait 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 but um your shirt your shirt mickey i popped huge and it's a bow. Wine, 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 wine. I love it. It is I wine Wednesday. Okay, don't whine about it. We <laughs> whine about it. Love it. We almost did call this show Wine Wednesday. We were like, ah, you know, we wanted it to be more, you know, female-based. But Wine Wednesday is, is our favorite holiday. It's my favorite holiday, personally. Uh, I'm actually not drinking <laughs> wine today. I've got um, what looks like Windex. It's not, I assure you. It is coconut sugar-free Red Bull. Sounds weird, mm. I know. But it's, it's actually, mm. I don't know why it's blue. Coconuts aren't blue. But so wait, wait, it's coconut oh. water? Coconut sugar-free Red Bull. It's a oh, bit I've never even heard of it. Yeah. We they have, have a lot mistake. of cool sugar-free. I've had that coconut sugar-free Red Bull, and I really do like it. Yeah, the white yeah, it's can. It's in the little blue can, yeah? The, uh, the, well, at least here in the UK, it's a white can. It's white and silver. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. Is Man. it fizzy? There is a blue. I don't, it is fizzy. But it's, it's a lot, it's a lot more monster. flavor than a regular Red Bull. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Can I ask you a very personal question because it's just us and all of our friends in the chat there? I don't want to point fingers, but <laughs> uh, whenever you drink Red Bull by itself, and maybe this is just me, so I might I might be about to like be called out here. Whenever you drink Red Bull by your, by itself, don't you kind of feel like it tastes weird because you feel like you're drinking vodka? No, <laughs> it's missing something. I feel like it's already in there because the only time I drink ever ever. The only time I ever drink Red Bull is with vodka, like, you know, on like maybe one or two on a night out. It's really bad to drink all night long. But when I drink regular Red Bull, like at a show or like, oh, you want a Red Bull? Yeah, yeah, I'll drink Red Bull. I always think that I'm drinking alcohol, but I have to remind myself that it's not. It's it does not. have an, uh, an acquired taste to yeah, it, right? Very metallic. Yeah. 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 Mm. I think I used to drink a lot more vodka Red Bulls. I kind of switched off the Red Bulls. I'm more on the Monsters right now. I, I really yeah. do like the Monsters. Um. Maybe because they do them for two for five all the time. I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> I, don't know, that? <laughs> I like your accent. No, but yeah, but I switched and I got because I got off of the Red Bull and vodka because I felt like they were like just counting constantly, like counterbalancing each other. Yeah. And then I went to the vodka soda water, and I was like, well, then now I'm just every drink has the equal amount or more or water in it, so I'm actually drinking more because I'm drinking so much water yeah you're hydrating know? at the same time yeah are you yes, getting the I'm vodka soda with but i feel like i'm doing myself a good thing i feel like i'm doing a good thing yeah yeah <laughs> are you doing the vodka soda i have to do this light over here the splenda this is killing me smalls oh that look actually looks good but i, I forgot to show my cup <gasps> yeah the golden girls oh. oh i thought that was us for a second <laughs> it is us it is us Squad gold. That was yes. cute best. How does the song yeah. go? Hang on. Oh, no, hold, on, 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 hold on. Hold on. It's my ringtone. Stop. I'm obsessed with the show. My mom and I used to watch this all the time. It was my, I have the whole set, the DVD set. Um, no, it was it Sounds, right? I go to Sounds. 
Um, hold on. These things happen. Wait, kind of just we go. <laughs> just curl it. Just curl it. Here we go. Yep. One and two and three. Can you guys hear it? Your heart is true. You're a palette. And you get through a party. And invited everyone. We should do a golf version of this. Why don't we do like, we were, I was just about to get into the Patreon. The so why don't we do like a Patreon sing-along? Because it's only fitting. I need to redeem myself after becoming Scott Stapp in that Creed Desire <laughs> video. That I loved amazing. it. I thought it was fantastic. And it bought on. You know, <laughs> maybe when we go in and we write the song for, for the Gaw song, for our official song, if you want to get in there and get them background vocals and just <laughs> sing your little heart out. It was mildly discredited. I was like, what am I doing when I watched that episode? I was like, dear God, where is Scott <laughs> I'll, play I tambourine. Has. I'll play the tambourines in the back. Perfect. <laughs> I've heard about you on that mean cowbell. triangle. More cowbell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cowbell a mean triangle yeah funny well, story we, is that when we had um uh when i was in tna they had a, a party for me at the dueling piano place um uh, howl and howl at the moon i do you remember mm -hmm. that yes okay and then um i was playing the tambourine and i was playing it so long and then the next day i go why are my hands and my hips all bruised because i was hitting <laughs> it so hard all night and on my side of my eyes i had such a huge it's not from doing the side, the super kick like this and hit yourself. No. But uh, it was a tambourine. Good old tambourine injury. She's got a tambourine-related injury. A TRI is what it injury. is. Injury. We have to tape it up tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. Shimmy-related injuries. I remember that night. And until you said it, I was like, I know I was there. And then you said tambourine. I went, yeah, that was so fun. Orlando has some of the best clubs ever. My gosh. They do. But they do. if we ever do decide to do like something like a live sing-along I think Patreon would be the place to do it. And we have talked to you guys about Patreon. Thank you so much, first of all. Yay to all of the people that Yay! have joined Patreon already. Uh, thank you for that. And we have more coming up. You know, we decided to do weekly videos. We'll show you guys some clips of what we've been doing. Weekly videos from each one of us separately. We've got uh, plans for different photo shoots. I've shared some of my photo shoots with you guys from my own Patreon. Um, and okay. what we're trying to do is make this exclusive for all of you guys that are so loyal and you've supported the show from day one. We're still early days, but everyone's supportive of it. And the second that we mentioned Patreon, you guys were on it. So thank you for that. And I know that you, Mickey, and you, Lisa, you know, you're new to Patreon. So have you been yeah. enjoying it? Is it something that you think is going to be fun for us coming up? Oh my gosh. I have to thank you for getting us on it and, and to like really like say no, cause you have done Patreon and you have your own one going and, and I had thought about it on a music side before, but then I felt like it's so much work and it's so much of all this stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, but it's been amazing. It's so fun. Yeah. It's been I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, fun. You're going to have to teach me how to do it because it's just like our YouTube experience. We don't know yeah. how to live chat. Um, I don't know how to do upside down exclamation point. I need to learn all this. I, <laughs> it's a lot. We're, we're still young. And I feel like, you know, those old people that don't know how to text and stuff like that. You're like, how do you not know how to text? I feel like one of those people that are like, going, what's this Patreon thing? Well, and every no time we sign it. up for something like this and there's some, something else like a TikTok <laughs> or this or that. So it's a lot. We've talked about Snapchat and things like that. It's a lot. But I hope you guys know that we are always coming up with new ideas on how to make Patreon better, how to make the show something even more exciting. And we love your feedback. So we have direct messages on Patreon. Sure. Please reach out to us. If there's something you guys want to see, we've also put some polls out 
about, you know, do you want to see more of this content, more merch, more special guests, and you guys have been really vocal. So thank you for that. Um, and speaking of you all being vocal, you've been using our hashtag GawTV. It's right there. Am I pointing correctly? This is the power of technology. <laughs> well, I'll just point this way. There we go. Perfect. Someone get a screenshot of that. <laughs> Uh, hashtag yeah, TV, and you've sent us some yeah. amazing um, submitted questions uh, in various genres. You know, we didn't want this to be just a wrestling question. We wanted it to be, woo, to be fun and to be silly. And our first question uh, is right here. It's from a good friend of ours, Nate the Great of the Game Changer Podcast. So here's Nate with a question this week for us. What's up, Val? What's up, Lisa? What's up, Nikki? This is Nate the Effing Great from the Game Changer Podcast asking a bit of an interesting question for you. Now, normally some people would ask, celebrity-wise, what would who would be your boo? Who would be your hubby? Who would you be your long-lost love? So I'm going to actually up the ante just a little bit and ask the question, what movie character would you like to have as your hubby, your man-meat, whatever you'd like to be? Great question, and it's super easy for me. I would be Olivia Newton-John in Greece um, because I'd be the opposite of John Travolta, chasing after me, so in love with me, and just, yeah. I have to send you guys um, what Ann Goodwin, which had the question um, before, sent me a picture um, of me and John Travolta that he grabbed, he put together. Um, right, you know what? Let's see it now. <gasps> Oh my God. You don't understand. Right? He's an right? icon. My God. Yeah, he's hot. I love him. I really he's, love him. He's still hot. P.S. Yeah, he is still hot. Real hot. So, you, so like yours not. would be like Danny Zuko, like that character. He's Danny Zuko, bow, yeah. Like and I, I'd, be, I'd be Sandy. I'd be Sandy. No, yeah. Sandy, Sandy, baby. Someday. I see you more like a, I hope you take this the right way. I see you way more like a Rizzo. She was a lot more of a badass. Sandy was a little like, oh, for I, sure. like I couldn't possibly kick it. Rizzo was like, who's this idiot? She's I love her so much. Yeah, but she but I think she got screwed up like during it, like like, you know, that that buddy, you know, just she was bad news. I wasn't that character at all. I love her. <laughs> I do I know I like Rizzo. her, but that's nice. Maybe she I'm was a, a bully. Rizzo. Are you a Rizzo? I think I'm a, what was her name? Something, uh, something Maraschino. What was her first name? They call me, well, oh, no, 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 that's the other girl. They call me that, that's Maraschino, Cherry. Um, yeah. It's the other girl. Her first name I forget. She was sassy. I liked her. She was <laughs> controversial. Well, I actually see you as Frenchie in Greece. Frenchie. I totally Frenchie. get that. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm going to beauty school. You guys, you guys are crazy. Let's put some makeup on. <laughs> yeah. The pool has just come back. They've just come back from the pool. Okay. Uh, okay. Cameos, okay. cameos, 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 cameos. Donovan. Running. Do the running. Do running. He did. He still got his floaties on. I have floaties too. Come here. You want to come say hello to Lisa and Val? <gasps> yeah. 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 Those are cool, man. Oh, you need help? Okay. His biceps are too big. Let's see those muscles, Donovan. Let's see them. Let's see them guns. Can we see them? Show them your muscles. Oh, yeah. Big strong. Look at all the muscles. Wow. Oh, you're strong. Very strong. He says, 
Hey, um, question. Does Nick you know, this is a really, really tough one for me, and I know what you guys think I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's not that. It would be Matthew McConaughey and pretty much anything that he plays. Pretty much. I, I just can't. I love Matthew McConaughey. He seems like a good like, Except movie, for the like, one. What was the one with it where he played the cowboy, the, um, you know that last one where he lost a bunch of weight for it. And I did watch it. Shoot, what's oh, the name yeah. of that movie? The Texas oh, yeah. something, right? Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas Buyers yeah. Club. Yeah, yeah. Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas. Yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Dallas. Dallas. Is it, that's is what it I said. Matthew? Dallas is in Texas. Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> no, that's not what... Oh didn't, he get didn't he get arrested from for that one, maybe. Playing, maybe not didn't that he one. play his bongos too loud and neighbor like complained about him? playing his bongos and he was like really super high is that such a bad boy he He is a terrible no he's amazing when he drives the lincoln and he does those commercials for the lincoln oh yeah 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 i I found myself Mm. even like on stage at comic cons being like all right all right all right everyone's like what is yes that's what i'm talking about well it's actually he got arrested for playing his bongos too loud mickey google that oh that's okay. I'm okay wild, with him being arrested. I know. I like I it know, even more. A, he has a wild side, so that, which yeah, is yeah, weird, sure. considering bongos are such an innocuous, kind instrument. They're so chill. It's like, how do you get arrested for bongos? I know. Right. Was he in a recorder? But bongos. This is weird. Oh. <laughs> they didn't tell you. I like a good bongo. Mickey, did you say I like? But don't ladies. But don't Um, <laughs> I I put some thought into this because I saw the question uh, first. Uh, when he submitted it, which thank you, Nate. We love Nate from the Game Changer Podcast. We've been on the Game Changer Podcast. Check it out, everybody. Cheers to Nate, literally. Cheers, Nate. Um, so Cheers! To Nate. Mine would be Caledon Hockley from Titanic. I don't mean Billy Zane, who I love Billy Zane. Caledon Hockley, because I'm obsessed with Titanic. I saw it 11 times in the theater. It's a four-hour movie. I'm crazy. I know. Let's move on. He... I think got a bit of a bad rap in the movie. Like, I love Leonardo. He's Jack Dawson, but the guy was penniless. Callan and Hockley, what did he really do that was so terrible? He bought her a necklace and kind of, like, wanted her to be his wife? Like, I mean, I don't get it. Was he that bad of a He was very dude? controlling. He was very controlling. Did you see the necklace, though? Eh. Did you see I, the necklace? I know. Did you see it? I mean, and she just threw it, like, confetti. <laughs> Oh my God. That was the real uh, tragedy, Titanic. Thank you. You're like, I need that, that piece. <laughs> right? like, something like that, but bigger. No, in all seriousness, I thought Caledon Hockley was quite a catch. Was he a bit of a cad? Yes. But Caledon, her husband, Cal, beautiful name. I loved him. To Billy Zane. Mm. <laughs> Listen to your friend, Billy Zane. You guys know what movie that's from? No. No Zoolander fans in the house? Wow. Lady. Oh, God. I haven't seen that in a while. Mm. Do better. I don't know it enough to quote it. Just, just like the, oh, they're getting whiter, at least they were teeth, which was that movie with um, Whoopi Goldberg and... Ted Danson. Ted Danson. And he was right. dating the 20-year-old chick. And that was his ex-wife. Where they had, the, And then he was dating the 20-year-old chick where she was constantly obsessed with bleaching her teeth. And she's like, oh, they're getting whiter. Lisa's that girl. She loves it. I am. I was going to say, that was me. That was completely me. Any new product, I was like, ooh, look at her teeth. Oh, my God. Those choppers. Yeah. What are you using? Yeah, but I can't believe you don't, like, for Leo DiCaprio, 
One of my favorite movies too was um, from you know, Romeo and Juliet. Do you remember when he played oh, Baz Luhrmann? Yes. Oh my God. He well, was so hot. Leonardo, so hot. the actor, is like probably my number. Well, probably he's probably my number one. Tom Cruise number two. But as far as a character, I'm sorry, but I always thought Caledon Hockley was just the bee's knees. And if you're going to be stuck on an ill-fated ship, you might as well get a nice piece of jewelry. That's just how my mother taught me. Well, as you all know, we love to sort of do different themed episodes and keep things interesting, keep things spicy here on Gaw TV because. We have way too many personalities and way too much going on to have the same episode twice. So we thought we would do something really cool and get a little mystical today. And Mickey, hashtag mystical Mickey, just came up with that. You can brand that yourself. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Mickey has a wonderful friend joining us. So Mickey, please give us an intro to this lovely lady. Well, I am so excited because this is actually our first official guest. We've had some cameo appearances and they, they've promised to come back. Um, but this is the first, you know, our first official guest that we've actually brought onto our show. Yay. And this is my friend Mel. And Yay. I promised you all something mystical and exciting. And Mel is, she's from Australia, but Mel is a psychic medium. So she talks to dead people. She talks to the dead. I don't know how we've talked about this separately, but never on the show, but I'm very open-minded. I'm very spiritual. I'm very open-minded. And so I found Mel on Instagram, ironically, at beyond the veil, we can show you. Um, but, and then I've had like a reading done from Mel and through this, I've, I've created a friend friendship with Mel and Tess and really got to know what they do. They do ghost hunting. They do all this, all this cool stuff. And I thought it was, Oh, so exciting. And it's so empowering. Um, what they do. And so I was like, it'd be fun. It'd be fun for our show to talk about and talk to Mel. And so here she is, my friend. Mel. Welcome, Mel. Mystic Mel. Welcome, Mel. All the way from Australia. How you feeling, Mel? Yeah, good. From Sydney, Australia. And um, I can honestly say this is without doubt the best gig I've ever had. So I've had 20 years in the corporate world as an IT nerd. And it just just got harder and harder to go in every day uh, when this is such an easier more natural thing for me to do. So um, I've been like this since I was a little girl. I just, I don't know. I, 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 I do know. I believe it's a gift from God and it's, uh, um, I want to share it with everybody at a price, but I want to share it with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our tip button when we need it? No, seriously. But I was so thrilled when Mickey suggested this because I love the, the, the realm of ghost hunting and the paranormal. I've always been very interested in it. So I was a little child as well. Uh, Lisa, yeah. you, you're into that as well. And you're very, oh my God. That, that's all I watch. I watch paranormal activity, um, all these shows and it's, it's all about that ghost hunters I'm into. Um, yeah. I won't buy a Ouija board. I won't buy our spirit box. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, mm-hmm. I'm just, well, I just want to open the door. Yeah. I, I'm not experienced. They tell you, give you the warning. If you don't have experience. Don't do it. And I don't want to welcome a bad spirit so I'm really totally into this so into this like I'm almost obsessive um about it which is kind of disturbing (laughs) (laughs) that's good look a lot of people are a lot of people aren't so for my detractors I just simply say look if if I respect you for not believing then just at least respect me for believing and you know everything I think we all believe I, I believe I certainly do too, but I think that's, that's very admirable. And that's, that's such a grown ass woman thing, woman thing to say that I believe, but I, you know, you don't have to believe what I believe and and vice versa. It's all about choice and that's what being a grown ass woman is all about. Yeah. And and the stories I've heard, even with my own mom and my sister and my father, who's now dead, who I work with, you can't like when there's third parties involved with the stories, 
you can't discount it. So like, for example, my mum had to go for, uh, she's older now, of course, glaucoma to get removed and, oh, sorry, cataracts, cataracts to get removed. And we've gone to the eye hospital and I've gone in there with her. Everyone's in the chair and uh, they put drops in and needles in the eye and all kinds of shit, right? And the nurse comes over and says, oh, Mrs. Hodson, your lovely husband called yesterday to check and everything was ready for today. And mum said, not my husband. He's been dead now four years. And she flicked back through the book. She said, Don Hodson, he called yesterday to check everything was set for today. Stop how it. do you, I know, how do you explain that? Yeah. Stranger. You can't explain that shit. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, it's something that runs in your family and it's something that you're connected to. And like you said, there's not really a choice. It's just something that you have or something that you don't. Uh, but if, if fans here on, on Gaw TV uh, who... We love them. They're so supportive. We know they're going to love this. Can you give us sort of a brief uh, background on how you got into this and sort of what you're working on now? Well, so how I got into this was, um, um, how do I put this nicely or bluntly, dead people kept harassing me to tell people that I was working with stuff about their lives and information and, um, you know, you could do this better or don't trust so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. And so it came to the point where at work, uh, they would say, Mel, Mel, I need a session. Can we talk to you during our lunch break? I'll pay you, don't worry, blah, blah, blah. I thought, oh, I can make money from this. And then at the same time, and I know this sounds weird, at the same time, my dad was dying in 2010 of asbestos cancer. So I talked to him about it and I said, look, if you are a guide for me, I'll do it. Because I don't trust a lot of people, I just don't. But I said, if you're dead, because he had four months to live, I said, if you're dead, I'll trust you. So he said, if they let me work with you, I'll do it. So how I got into this was I've always been like this, but it was through talking with dad and saying, look, I think I want to do this for a living because I hate what I'm doing now. And he said, you may as well be happy because what I've done my whole life is killing me because he was a builder. Let's do it. So after he died in the September of 2010, about four months after I had a session with a psychic myself and she said, you don't know who you are. You don't know how powerful you are. Dad says he's ready to work. And I'm like, okay, this is it. This is my sign. It's all I needed. So I started part-time. So I did five days a week in the corporate world. Saturdays, I did this. And then when it took over, it took nine months, but when it took over the day job, then I left and did it full-time. So I've been doing it for eight years now, full-time. That's amazing. Wow. We're honored wow. to have you here. And Mickey, uh, when we were talking about Mel, when you were so gracious to introduce us, you mentioned her doing um, some star signs, some readings oh. every month for all of our viewers. Is that right? Sorry. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I know that she talked about doing for this this month as a, as a special is coming on that she was going to do like a star sign, a projection for June, I suppose, but yes. which is really, really, really exciting. Um, yes. well, I got a sneak is- peek at him, so I'm like, hmm, delve, yeah. my oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got yeah. into star because I read for a lovely elderly American man. And uh, he's dead now. And he said to me, why don't you do star signs? Like, and I went, I haven't got time to sit through fucking charts of the maps of the skies and blah. And he's like, well, yeah, just do it intuitively because you can do it. I'm like, oh, I'll give it a go. The reaction's been really, really lovely. So yeah, I've, what I've done is a June 2020 overview for everyone. And then I've done for each star sign for the month of June. And if, if you're happy with this and you're happy with me to come back, I'm happy to give this to you every month. So I'll do July, August, September. Yeah. We love that. And oh, I know that our fans will too, because it's, it's encompassing all of the star signs. So all of you guys that are in the chat room right now, everybody that's watching this, um, it's just, you know, and, and your readings I've noticed, I've, I've obviously checked you out on Instagram, hashtag a little bit of light stalking, a little light stalking. <laughs> uh, 
I've noticed that like your you keep it really fun with 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 your readings and you keep it uh, to a positive level. But obviously, us being involved with the paranormal and, and wanting our own readings, that might be something that we're interested in as well. Is just sort of doing a reading, uh, you know, separately or here together. But we're just happy to have your your presence here and your uh, knowledge. Oh God, yeah. so serious. And I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so quiet. I'm just because this What's is up? so freaking intriguing to me. I'm just yeah. like, how lucky did we get? to have her on the show, Mel, like, oh my, my God, it's like, it's, it was meant to be, that's what I feel, but I don't know. Well, I'm yeah. also really lucky because uh, I met my wife, Teresa, and she has a really unusual ability of able, I know this sounds weird again, but able to smell the dead. I can't smell them. I might smell the perfume or tobacco that, that they smoked or their cooking, uh, but she yeah. can actually smell the, the decay of the flesh. And she can separate it out, whether it's good or bad. So when we go somewhere, I always take her in with me. But you've actually gone into certain places because when I, we say ghost hunting, it's like what you say or what Lisa watches when we say she watches those paranormal investigation shows where she, they go into these spaces to try to get like evidence of the dead yeah and like get them on film or on camera um to prove but also you say you always take a priest with you especially if you're doing a house clearing or something like that so that in case they like how hard is it to get a priest that will go with two lesbian women yeah. to go clear a house <laughs> <laughs> i'm a gay like, medium like we strike out three times there straight away like that's it <laughs> So cool. Did you missed out, Lisa Marie, because I had might have had a sneaky chat with these two about a week or so ago. This is a photo. Teresa, all she uses is her iPhone. That that's all we use. We don't use gadgets and shit. And we don't know why, but they always seem to come out on camera for us. We, we're very, very lucky. We're very blessed. I think it's because we don't agitate and we don't piss them off. Anyway, yeah. the quarantine station at Manly, North Head, Manly. Uh, it's where you hopped off the boat when you arrived in Australia and you were quarantined for a certain time to make sure you weren't diseased. And if you were diseased, you were obviously at the quarantine station to get healthy. The problem is when you were sent into the shower block, which is the first place you go into, uh, the, the showers were acid, acid showers. So if you weren't sick, you became sick because the acid opened up the skin. And if you were sick, you got worse and died. Now, the other problem was it wasn't really regulated back in the late 1800s, early 1900s. So there were deaths, unexplained deaths, um, a lot of uh, women are buried up on Isolation Road at Quarantine Station. <laughs> um, I've gotten chills as I talk about it. <laughs> um, the postmaster, I believe, is the one causing all the problems there or did cause the problems there. A lot of uh, illegal abortions, rapes, murders. Um, they believe it was the grave digger. And I said, no, 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 it's the postmaster. And he's laughing because his name is Stan. And I believe the grave digger is Sam. And he thinks it's hilarious that, that for history-wise, we've all got it confused and blamed Sam, not Stan. They did show me Stan's gravestone. And oh, he yeah. was the postmaster. And I think the head doctor there as well was a little bit dubious. So this was a photo. This photo was taken. We were shoved into the shower block, door shut. Please know there's no light source in the shower block anymore. There's no electricity. And there's no reflective surfaces whatsoever. And we get shoved in, the door gets shut. We're walking around. I'm seeing a few things, you know, whatever. And then we're walking down the main corridor, the main hallway of the shower block. And Teresa says, Mel, run. He's behind me. Oh my and God. she holds 
phone backwards and just takes a live photo. Oh my God. So this is a live photo and we believe we caught the postmaster who they all nicknamed Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> okay. Let me press the button. Oh, Jeepers oh. Creepers, is that they nicknamed them? Yeah. There he is. <gasps> no freaking way. I can't. I got chills. I got chills. I got chills. I got, oh my God. A spiky feeling. I, I literally cannot. One more time. One more time. He, he looks like the, the, like what the shadow man looks like. Like the shadow man. The, 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 top, the I don't know. Oh. That's what, what is he? Yeah. He, he's the tall. shadow man. He's very tall. Shadow man's supposed to be really gigantic, but he has a top hat. Like, I can't. Like, I wow. I say this with mm. all sincerity and respect, and that, that's why I think you actually, in my opinion, I think that's why people that wow. have a gift like you, they do so well with, with getting really great presences coming to them because they are respectful and they are, uh, oh, they, they look at it in such a, such a, you know, a nice way. They're not trying to just do it for, for bad reasons or nefarious reasons. But stuff like that, I'm like, I can't even, I can't process it. At the end of the day, they're very, very powerful. They, they can they can kill you as soon as look at you or they can help you. And, and I don't fuck about with, with dead people. I just don't do it. I don't do it. So there, there is the, the screenshot of him. Yeah. But wow. Teresa was able to capture him at the grave digger's cottage on, on the veranda of the grave digger's cottage. And um, I'm, I'm talking to our cameraman and uh, she's just sort of standing there off camera and she's just gone, Oh fuck! So she again, she held off the camera. Now I don't know if you'll be able to see this. I hope you can. But what is what is it? What is it? Well, it's a it's the postmaster. So I did a comparison shot, and that's that's the old uniform back in the day in Australia. Oh yeah, uniform. And if I okay. can zoom in, you might be able to see his face, his cap at the top of the screen. There it looks like a peaked cap. Not sure. So is that a burst a burst of oh, light, or is it just I can't tell? Like, isn't so it like crazy. true? Like, Mel is like, isn't it true that like the camera can pick up things, but not your visible eyes? Oh, God, yeah. Right? Oh, God. And then, like, yeah. I, I always like, find people with very, very pale eyes as well can see dead a little bit easier because it's kind of like an infrared camera. We can pick up things a lot easier. I know, right? You need to be careful. I know. Wow. I don't have light eyes, so that's okay. I'm okay. No, 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 no. It's okay. I mean, I'm... Oh, my God. She said the photo. You did? You'll be able to see his face in his peaked cap. Let me see. And a cap. Oh, my God. And this isn't... That's in a window, right? That that shot just taken from a window into the cottage of the Gravedigger's Cottage at the Q Station at Manly, and he's standing in the doorway further down. He's standing there. And and he's still... And he's still there because he has unfinished business? I, I, look, honestly, I think they're all there because they know uh, it's kind of like showtime. Let's come out for for everybody oh. who comes to, oh, come to play. Um, I think it's kind of like yeah, it's playtime. It's it's let let's wow. have let's. Wow. I was gonna say so when you go in to like clear a house or you go this, are you trying to get them to go? to the light or to the other side or are you just trying to get them out of the house or because I, I mean I that's kind of like the thing because I watch all these ghost hunting shows and it feels like oh they just tell us that they're there they don't do anything about the fact that they're there they just tell us that they're there and it's like oh that's fine. I believe you do what feels good to you what feels good to me might not feel good to you right but for me once you're dead you know where the fucking light is you're not stupid 
right? Because I've had it said to me when I've gone to old um, convict uh, uh, jails um, that, that, that the blokes always say, we know where the light is. We're just here because it's fun. This is what we're used to. This is our home. So if we go into clear a house, I'll say, well, hang on a minute. You don't want these people clear. These are your loved ones in spirit. But if we go to a house where it's really tumultuous and, you know, you, you know that, that the person in there isn't there for their highest good, yeah, you move them on. And I don't need to tell them where the light is. They know where the fucking light is. You just say, look, leave alone. Off you go. Move on. And again, that, that's very respectful. I have to ask, though, because, again, being a, being a paranormal show watcher and a whole nerd about it and, and sort of, you know, an amateur person that doesn't know all of the ins and outs, and it is sort of a, a guesswork, I'm sure, in some ways. But I do hear about how there are, there's a residual haunting, and then there's something else, a different kind of haunting. Basically, one haunting they've said. Intellectual. Intellectual haunting. Intellectual, yeah. So, like, residual right. intellectual. Would be almost like a record is playing, and a ghost just knows at 3 p.m. every day that they come back and they do the same work, and it's like Groundhog Day over and over, broken record. And then there are, I guess, intellectual interactive hauntings where the, the ghost is smart enough that it can interact with you, and it can try to scare you, or it can try to... Um, yeah. in, in modern times, connect with you. So, I mean, do you believe in those two sort of, have you seen both? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I remember when I used to read in person, um, I read for a man who was quite well known uh, because his wife, um, his wife and his son, because uh, uh, I don't know who's going to be watching him. He's well okay. known because his wife and his son was blown up because uh, they used to live above a 7-Eleven in a suburb of Sydney and the man who owned the 7-Eleven wanted compensation, so he rigged a fire and blew up. And so the people that lived above died. So there was a gentleman that passed and his wife and his son. Now, when he came for a session, a lot of men are non-believers, and that's okay. And we're sitting there, and I'm saying, look, your wife is saying, what's it going to take for you to, like, how many signs do I have to give that, that I'm okay and that I really am on the other side and this is happening? So no shit. We're sitting at the table and I, I, he had a glass of water and it slid across the table towards him. And I said, I'm not doing, I can't fake this shit. Which to God, there were cameras. How, you know, what more do you need? They will move things. Wow. They, because they want, when they want you to know, they want you to know, period. Yeah. It's really scary about that story. I live above a 7-Eleven. Stop. <laughs> Be careful. Do you find that there is more activity when there is anger or the way that someone passed away um, was violent? Like I have a friend, Rob Demarest, who um, has done some comic cons with me. He was on Ghost Hunters International and seemed very in tune and seemed like a really good guy. And I was said, you know, what, what are the most haunted places you went to? And he said, it's always prisons and mental hospitals because there was a lot of uh, torment and a lot of like people didn't die in a peaceful way. Even hospitals, you know, people just right. die of horrible disease, elderly but he said you know when they're angry there's more activity like the well? absolutely which is why you'll find a lot of um a lot of these shows or a lot of these paranormal investigators will deliberately agitate to bring them out yeah um i'm not saying he does that or anything like that because yeah. i you know i don't know him from a bar of soap but a lot of them do um you will find where there's been um a lot of See, here's the thing. See, I, I, I'm, I'm of a different take as well. If there's a lot of energy and activity like um, dancing or say, say we go to a WWE fight or whatever, there'd be a lot of frenetic, kinetic energy going on in there too because everyone's vibed up, everyone's happy, everyone's like ready to go. 
So when, when the vibration and the frequency is high, if we go into the quantum physics of it all, when those vibes are higher, they come in quicker, they come in closer to us. It's what I always say to people that are grieving the loss of a loved one. It's okay to cry, they take it as a compliment, but if you cry too much, they can't get close to you. If you've completely shut down and there's no emotion, they can't get close to you because you're so grieving, obviously, uh, they, they, they want to get close, but they can't. So they say a few tears is nice. Too much, we can't come in. We can't be, be there next to you. That's good, um, advice, though. That's good to know, people that have loved ones out there, that they're, they're trying to grieve in a way that it's like, I guess they don't want to see that the person's life is consumed with grief. No, right. because I, as dad said to me after he died, it took 20 minutes for him to come through after he died. Longest 20 minutes of my fucking life. He yeah. said, yeah, but Mel, don't be too sad because if, if you had died, would you want me to stop living? Well, no. So he no. said, you've got to sit my, I don't want you guys to stop living just because I'm dead. Keep going, you know? Yeah. I do also find where there's been murders, um, there it's quite active. Um, the Wakehurst Parkway in Sydney is a famous road in the north of Sydney, northern suburbs of Sydney. Um, it's a seven-minute drive down the Wakehurst Parkway. Legend has it. Uh, uh, ghosts will appear in your back seat, and a lot of people have crashed on the road because of it. And died. I saw, I saw a special on that. I saw the special. I saw a special on that. Yeah, yeah. I did. Also, yeah, a lot of murders. A lot of murders have the Creek Reserve, which is just off the Wakehurst Parkway, and uh, a lot of um, energy and shit happening there. When you girls get down under. They're the first two places we're taking you to. Oh, God. Oh. Okay. I'll <laughs> Once we if come I, out of this quarantine. Do you do separate readings or would it have to be maybe all three of us? Or that might be something we can visit in the future if you'd like. Oh, I'd love yeah, to do that. No, she um, has to come back. She has to come back. Yeah, no, yes. I'm so fascinated. I know I'm so fascinated by all of it. And Mel and I talk a lot and I've talked to Tessa and I've had several sessions with Mel and she's amazing on several different things. And, and I think that I get like my, uh, what do I, we probably do something what, once every six months or something like that. That would be so fun though. That would be so fun. I say, yeah. let's do it. I do, I do recommend reading separately. Um, yep. I've learned from my mistakes that, that the mistake of reading in a group or having someone there with, with that person whilst you're reading them if things come out controversial that you really didn't want someone to know about, you've got a great car ride home with that person having to discuss it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is awkward. <laughs> I won't do it. But, but it's different. If, if I'm in a crowd or, or I'm reading for a group of people or you're in a theater or something like that, completely different vibe. Everyone knows public <laughs> is all fucked. Yeah. So when I do my live readings on a Monday, Everybody knows that when they get on to ask their questions, I might bring up the demise of their relationship, uh, you know, bad, scary shit. That they yeah. Know. So when did you first know? When did you first see, I, I mean, when did you first know that you were a medium? Oh, um, well, psychic wise, I said, well, medium, yeah, I guess I was five years old. Um, we, everyone, all, all kids in Australia, compulsory, you have to go for swimming lessons. You have to, because we're the biggest island in the world everyone's at the beach you need to know how to swim so uh, uh swimming lessons i would have been about three or four years old and um we would have to jump off the side of the pool swim to the swimming instructor and then we hop out and we do it all again so it's like three like you're just dog paddling away whatever and um i would scream my fucking head off it just 
I, I, I can still remember his chest, the hair on his chest, his beard and his mustache. And I was just screaming that I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Dad obviously was there and he sort of said, give it to me. She's causing too much trouble, too much noise. As soon as it was in dad's arms, I was happy. Um, years later, to cut a long story short, he was done for pedophilia. He would take children to the sheds afterwards. So you, you, your gut instinct kicks in, you know if something's not right. That's why I yeah. do believe children, I just, I trust them. They know when something's not right, they know. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. You also know not to talk about it, Mickey. You know not to talk about it because people think you're weird. So right. I can say it's like masturbating. Everyone's doing it, but no one talks about it. <laughs> here, here. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, oh. It, does, it does get dumbed down a little bit as we get older. I deliberately stopped it all when I was 14 because it was just, it was too much for me. But I believe everybody can do it. I really do. I really believe people with schizophrenic, Alzheimer's, dementia, they are seeing other realms, other dimensions. Yeah, we can't, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, I am intuitive in certain aspects. I feel like I block it out sometimes or I don't pay attention. I feel like I hear um, sometimes like, it's so weird and I probably shouldn't say this in public, but I do, I've heard my name in my ear. Like someone's trying to talk to me, like someone's trying to get my attention because I'm not paying attention. These are like weird things. And then I have to like sit there and focus and like think, okay, what am I thinking about in this moment? Or what am I asking or asking for that? I've not been either paying attention to the, to the answer or I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. I always say to people, trust your gut, for God's sake, trust your goddamn gut. It is your radar. It will save you. There, there was um, a well-known murder that happened in Melbourne. This bloke um, basically was raping and killing women. Anyway, to cut a long story short, um, there, there was video camera from within inside a bridal shop of him walking past and the girl that was to be raped and murdered. And at one point, you can see her gut saying, don't, you can see it. Don't oh, do shit, it. yeah. She turns around. She turns around. because It's like she's looking back up the street to go, nah, that's all right, I'll be okay. And then she turns and walks with him, and that was it, done. Oh. You can see her gut saying to her, don't go, don't do it. You can see it. Yeah, trust your gut, always. Yeah. We always second-guess our gut, our intuition, though. And it always says, you're... Your, your gut will never lie to you. Your heart will never lie to you. These are things that we're told. And it's like, it seems so not condescending or it seems like just so cliched in those moments. But there are times, most times when you, you are always have that initial gut feeling of like, before you make that decision, you always are like yeah. left or right, right or wrong, all these decisions. And you go, you know, in your heart or you know what your initial reaction is. And you don't always go to whether you talk yourself out of it or whatever the case may be, or you feel like, oh, people are going to look at me weird or whatever, whatever the reason why. And then you end up regretting that choice later going like, why? I already knew. Am I, I knew I should have yeah, done that. Yeah. Why did I do that? So obviously we could talk about this all night, but Mel, we're going to have you back to do separate readings for all of us. If Ooh. you're still willing. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's Mandy D saying good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. 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 And Mickey James, uh, I've been so cowed all this has been grown-ass women. We're going to put uh, all of Mel's information up. She's got your monthly readings ready, and we thank you so much for being here, Mel. We'll see you next time, guys. Yeah. Love. Love and nothing but. 
Hey! If you liked this episode of Grown Ass Women, you can also find Gaw TV on YouTube to see the full show in video format. And if you'd like to be a member of Team Gaw, you can support us by joining patreon.com slash TV. Our members get special perks like early access to episodes, autographed merchandise, exclusive photo shoots, live video chats with us, and more. For official Gaw TV merchandise, social media links, and more info, go to gawtv.com. And don't forget to subscribe and follow the Gawcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for tuning into the Gawcast, and we will see you next week.